Hello, this is Mark Brown um, for Beyond the Room, managing to fit in one final interview from the 2018 conference on transdiagnostic approaches to mental health challenges. I'm here with... Uh, this is Ed Watkins from the Moody Centre in the University of Exeter. So Ed just did a fantastic kind of closing keynote for our conference here, where he suggested that there was lots of things that needed to be solved and lots of things that needed to be addressed around both transdiagnostic approaches and also research of transdiagnostic mechanisms. Um, I think for the people at home, it'd be really good to sort of separate out the difference between approaches and mechanisms. Yep. So uh, I guess the logic is that we think there are mechanisms that cut across a range of disorders, so things that you might see with anxiety and or depression or eating disorders or whatever. Um, the idea is that these reflect normal mechanisms that people have, so the universal human processes that for whatever reason can become exaggerated or unbalanced. So for example, avoiding things too much or worrying about things too much. Um, so those would be the mechanisms that we'd be looking at to, to try and target. And there's very good evidence for those kinds of mechanisms cutting across disorders and leading to those disorders. And then the question is, how do we do treatment across disorders? And one way is to then specifically try and target change in those mechanisms in a way that's beneficial. And you kind of talked about there was kind of two other ways you can kind of approach that transdiagnostic question in terms of treatment. Yeah. So uh, to be fair, I need to acknowledge David Barlow and his crew because that, that sh they actually came up with the original uh, concepts of these different classes. So, so we can have a transdiagnostic treatment because it's targeting one of these shared mechanisms that cuts across different disorders, or in some sense because it's something about being human, like worry. Um, or you could have a transdiagnostic mechanism, a treatment because it's modular, it's picking out specific things that might be useful for people. Or it could be transdiagnostic because it's, it's actually sort of beyond diagnosis, it's a-diagnostic. So the idea of humanistic therapies, which is it's about a therapist relating to a person and helping them come to terms with situations in their life, you don't have a diagnosis there, you don't need to have mechanisms across diagnosis for that. What was kind of interesting from your talk coming right at the end of two days talking about these approaches, these mechanisms, was that evidently it's an area that you have kind of affection for, um, but you were kind of a lot more critical about whether the evidence was actually powerful enough um, to make decisions about what we should do or what we should fund. Can you kind of explain that a bit more for a lay audience? Yes, yeah. So I think, I think I'm, you're right, I am broadly positive about the approach. I think there's, there's value in looking at what's common across disorders because we can understand things better, we can have simpler explanations, we can maybe make treatments simpler and easier to, to, to train and deliver. But what I'm asking for is that we make sure we've got sufficient scientific rigour in these studies so that we're not jumping to conclusions prematurely. And, and there's a couple of elements about that. So for the, the trials that have been done, if we're going to say that transdiagnostic treatments are better than our existing disorder-based treatments, we need to do trials that test that. Most of the trials haven't done that yet. So what have they done? So they've tended to take a treatment that's for different disorder that they say is transdiagnostic. You can apply to different disorders and show that that works for one or more disorders against uh, a control. So doing nothing or waiting for treatment. Or so that shows that the treatment has some benefit, but it doesn't show that focusing on something that cuts across disorders is better than focusing on a specific disorder. And the argument would be, well, if we're going to do this work, we need to show it has added value. Uh, we want treatments that help people that are 
more effective for helping people, that we can get to more people, which means we need to do studies that provide added value. Now, I might be, you could say I'm being a bit harsh because we're at that stage in the early stages of the development of, the, of transdiagnostic therapies. So in some sense, it's, it, it's natural that people wouldn't have done some of these things. But I was kind of putting a clarion call out there to say there are some good examples, and David Barlow gave an example of a good trial already, and we need to encourage more people to do that because it's a waste of money to do, for people to do studies that don't tell us anything new. And what we need to make sure is we do studies that do tell us something new that do, does lead to better treatments. I thought that was, I mean, that, that was kind of one of the points you started with, which is really interesting that if you keep extending what you define as being a transdiagnostic mechanism or approach, you actually end up describing very little. You're just recognising what some things have in common. Yeah. Is that a really big danger? Oh, I, I think it's a potential danger. I mean, it's a danger in science in general, but I think yeah, you need to have some degree of, of detail in how you describe things. Otherwise, everything fits into it. And then if everything fits into it, you've got, it doesn't explain anything anymore. Uh, it just becomes everything. So, so you, need, you need to be able to differentiate one thing from another, otherwise it's very hard to, to say what's better or what's more useful or, or what's better for this situation. Um, so that's why I think that idea of being very specific about what we mean by different treatments. And we can say, you know, there are treatments that are about building treatments that cover mechanisms that are shared across disorders. And we, we can say, okay, that looks like it's targeting something transdiagnostic. Can we then see whether it has those effects transdiagnostically and is it better than what we've already got? And there may be other therapies where we go, well, actually, this is not really focusing on mechanisms across diagnosis at all, but it's just saying this is about helping people with the experience of life, in which case that's equally valuable, but we need to be clear that they're different because otherwise if, if we try and test them together, we end up muddying the waters. Brilliant. That was excellent. Thank you.